Okay, we are in Sefer Yechezkel, Perik Chofzalad, Pasuk Aleph, by Yehidavar Hashem Eli. So just when you thought that the doomsday, dark, destructive prophecies of Perik Chof Gimel could not get any worse, it gets worse here in Chofzalad. And for a very good reason. As we're going to see, the destruction, the inevitable destruction of Yerushalayim is no longer to be in the future. It is now. Nebuchadnezzar is camped outside their gates. It is two and a half years before the total destruction, and it is inevitable. And the prophecies, the parables, there are two of them in this parak that are given, are just beyond depressing. So we're just going to do the first one today, and specifically, Kaddish Baruch Hu says to Yechezkev, Hashem Eli Bashana Hatishis, the ninth year, that would be the ninth year of Tzitkiyahu's reign, which is ultimately an 11-year reign. It's the ninth year. Bachodesh Asiri in the 10th month, that is Teves. Ba'asara Lachodesh Lamor, in the 10th day of the 10th month, of the ninth year of Tzikiyo, and that is Asara Beteves. Um, moreover, it says, Ben Adam, now this is what I want you to do. Kesovlach es shem hayom es etzem hayom hazeh. Write this down, what I am telling you, in the midst of this day, which will be the tenth of Teves, remember Yechezkel is in Bavel. This has not happened yet, but it is happening. And when it happens, it is going to show the people of Bavel, as the Radak puts it. And I let me read it to you. Yeju, they will know then. Kinavi that there was a real prophet in their midst, not this Nevi'e Sheker. And what he says to them in the name of God is true. They will no longer listen. In other words, I'm giving you the date, the moment in advance. It hasn't happened. You are going to see how accurate this is. Moreover, Sovlach as Shem Hayom as Etzem Hayom Hazeh, Somach Melech Bavel El Yerushalayim, Be'etzem Hayom Hazeh. Second repetition of Etzem Hayom Hazeh. This is when Nebuchadnezzar circles the city of Yerushalayim, laying a siege that will last two and a half years until the actual destruction. The Etzem Hayom Hazeh and its repetition, the Mephorshim say, teach us a very interesting uh, halacha. And that would be that if Asara Beteves 
ever is to fall out on Shabbos, and it cannot, by the way. But if it were to fall out on a Shabbos, Shabbos does not doche the tanis. You still must fast on asara b'teves. The only other time that would occur on Shabbos or fast is, of course, Yom Kippur. And if there is a bad dream, a cholomra, the Gemara tells us, and you fast the day after, you're allowed to fast on Shabbos. But be'etzim hayom hazeh means just what it says, asara b'teves is to be observed as a fast day. Umashol obeys hameri, and now I'm going to give you a parable for this Beis Hameri, an act. Uh, Beis Hameri means a house of rebellion, which is Yerushalayim. Moshova Amarta Aleim, here is the parable, Koamar Hashem Elohim. This is what you are to say to them. Svos Hasir, arrange the cauldron. Svos Vigamitzot Bomayim, arrange the cauldron and pour water in it. Arrange the pieces of meat in the pot. Make it the choicest, the most priceless form of meat. Spare no expense. Put it in there. The thigh, the shoulder bone, the best cut of meat you've got. And put the best of the bones underneath it. So the mushal so far is simple. That this is Yerushalayim. All the Jews of Yerushalayim is going to be placed in a cauldron. They will be placed the best of the meat, meaning the elite, the gedolim. The bones underneath represent, say, the mafarshim, the um, warriors, the mighty warriors that will protect them from the fire, supposedly, and spare no expense. Mivchar HaTzomim Male. Mivchar HaTzom, again, best cuts of the lamb, Lakoach, Begam Dur HaTzomim Tachtecha, put the best of bones underneath it, HaTzomim Besocha, Gam Boshel HaTzomim Besocha, boil those meats, boil it to a hard degree. In other words, the uh, bones and the amount of the bones are going to do a slow boil. And that's where the destruction of Yushalayim is going to be slow, it's going to be painful. It is interesting that if you will recall a few prokim ago, when the Nevi'e Sheker, who are the villains of this piece, remember the Nevi'e, no one did more harm than the V.A. Sheker by telling them just what they want to hear. You're doing fine, no trouble, there'll be no invasion. As a matter of fact, they use the metaphor of a cauldron. You are the meat in a cauldron and the cauldron will protect its meat, just the opposite of here. And so therefore, you will live long, protected lives. There will be no invasion, there will be no destruction. Here we are seeing the real metaphor of the cauldron. Lachain, Omar Hashem Elohim, Oyir Hadamim, woe to you, you city of blood, Yerushalayim. Sir Asher Cholosabo, the Cholosaloyatsami Menu. The pot, which in its filth, 
There's chalosabo. There's just refuse in it, which the filth should have gone out. You take the filth out. But no, the chalosaloyotza. You never chose to take out the tumor and the filth from within the pot. So when it's taken out, usually when you remove the contents of meat from a pot, you're going to take it all out. No. You're going to take it out piece by piece. This is going to be a slow, gradual, torturous process. Um, and as we saw, there are different levels of exile, there are different phases of Golos, but it is inevitable. Lona Goro, a lottery has not fallen on it. There's not going to be that systematic uh, battle where people who take the booty or the loot, each one draws lotteries. There are going to be no lotteries. It's going to be a mass deprivation. It's going to be a total without systematic looting of all your treasure. Because what you have done, the reason it's going to be like this, is you have poured out the blood, the blood of the people you have killed. Um, on a flat rock outside. You didn't even have the decency to, as the law requires, cover it in dust and bury it. You didn't even bother coming. You left it just in blood, in cold blood on the top of a rock. And you have to remember the great Agatha we learned in Gizim about how when King Sikiyahu uh, not the king Sikiyo, the Kohen Gogo was, a, I'm sorry, you must forgive me, Zechariah. The Kohen Gogo Zechariah is assassinated at the altar because he dared preach tshuva and that they were strained and he is killed. And as the Agatha tells it, the blood just would not be removed. You couldn't remove that stain at the altar. And this is 250 years later now, Nebuzardan, the hatchet man from Nebuchadnezzar who just left a trail of blood slaughter in the millions in his carrying out Nebuchadnezzar's order, sees the blood in the base Hamikdash and says, what is this? And they tell him it's carbonos that just spilt and that uh, we haven't been able to wash it out. And what he does was take blood samples of carbonos. He says, no, you're lying. This isn't animal blood and this isn't fresh blood. And so finally they confess and they tell him that this was Zechariah whom was slaughtered there. And so Zechariah goes on a murderous rampage to avenge, as it were, Thing. In fact, going as far as killing the Sanhedrin for what happened to Zechariah and school children, and it still remains the blood. It does not wash out. And finally, Nebuzardan turns, he says to Zechariah, is, is that what you want me to kill them all? When the Vudatan said this to the blood, it stopped, it rested, because I neglected to point out, as it's there, it's boiling. For 250 years, it's boiling on that stone floor. 
At this moment, he thought of repentance by reasoning, If for killing one person, the onesh is so severe, hahu gavor means me, I who have killed so many here, I, I am terrified of contemplating the punishment that awaits me. So therefore he ran away, Arak, and Azal Shadar Swar Parasa Kibase. He went and sent a document of instructing his household to arrange his affairs, the Igayer. He converted to Judaism and he became a Balchuva. Strange story, but again, this explains that terrible story of you pouring blood on the rock. Meanwhile, Back to the uh, kettle. Lachem, therefore, Koamar Hashem Elokim, Ayir Hadamim, woe you, you city of blood, Gamani Adil Hamadura. I will not be a passive observer now in this process. I will light the flame of the pot. I will supervise every action, every phase of that destruction in the cauldron. Harbeho Aitzim. Multiply the trees. Hot like a ash, light the fire. Hussein Habasa arrange the meat. The rekach amerkara start the boiling. And let the bones be burnt, solidified and burnt. The hemita al gachela reka. The blood was on the Pot was lit, Ramidel Gachala on its coals, Laman Techam Bachora, so that it would heat long. In other words, the coals were designed to delay. The more coals, Bachora Nechustecha, Benitka Besocha to Musecha to Tame Lechalo Says the Navi, stand it empty, the pot, upon its coals. So its bottom becomes hot and scorched. Its contamination consumed totally, which of course, the metaphor being, there will be total destruction of Yerushalayim, and I am the man to light the match. The Kaddish Baruch is the one that will light the flame. Yud Beis, to Unim Hello, she has become weary in its deceptions, Yerushalayim. Below say saving men are rabas chalasa. And even then, the filth, the refuse in the pot cannot come out of it. it the normal way is you clear the, um, the refuse that gathers in a pot, the residue. Can't get it out. The only way is that fire can in fact destroy it. But to Mosechem Zima, you remain in your contamination. Yanta Harticha, I try to purify you, but Loti Harta, you would not be purified. Lotatariod Ad Hanichi Eschamosibach, therefore, you will not be cleansed until I take my wrath out upon you, which of course is nothing less than total destruction. Ani Hashem Divarti, I have spoken, Bava, Sasa, 
And here in this situation, no mercy, no pity. Lo Ephra, the lo Ochos, the lo Enochem, there will be no comfort, no pity, no interference. Kidrachayech, because of your ways, your, your sins, Shoptucha, I am judging you, the Um Hashem Elohim. And so we see total destruction. Nothing can avert it. Two and a half years away, the Nebuchadnezzar is no longer coming. He's here. The destruction is imminent. And so let's stop there. And then 8.45 a.m., a terrible mushal, a heartbreaking mushal, one of the saddest in Navi. And if you're here 8.45 a.m., you will be shot at the savagery of the next metaphor. Don't miss it. Ad Khan.